Hello, hello. How's it going? Fantastic. How are you feeling? Hey, better than I was beginning of the week. You're so. all better now? I mean, I wouldn't say that. You don't need chicken noodle soup? I never got my chicken noodle soup. I know, you didn't. I was a bad mom and I didn't bring it to you. A bunch of bull crap. It is a bunch fine. of, you can say it. Bullshit. It is. Bullshit. <laughs> You're going to have to get a rain check. So last time I recorded, I said you blew, you spilled our beans. I did. I spilled all of it, and I said that I was super excited about this episode, and I said who we were recording with. You did. And so, guess what? He's here. Tyler's here. Tyler, hey, everybody. How are we doing? <laughs> Tyler's with us. Hey, Tyler. <coughs> How are you guys doing? I am so excited to be here right now. I have been obsessed with your show since uh, since I got or since I followed you guys on Instagram. I immediately dove in. You guys have been so sweet, so sweet. You guys, you guys feel like family right now. We we've talked every single day since we uh, since we linked up. It's been awesome. We have. We feel the same way about you. Like we absolutely adore you. We're obsessed with you. We already have plans for him to come out here, and I have like a whole like two weeks planned. So I hope you've got lots of vacation days. Oh yeah, absolutely. And for your guys' listeners, I'm originally from Wyoming and I haven't been back since I was like one. So like, I'm really, really excited next year to, to take a trip out and see you guys and see the state and show me everything you guys have to offer out there because it looks gorgeous. It's amazing. It's, so awesome. it's amazing and it'll all come back to you. <laughs> so what part of the world are you, are you in? I am currently in Dubuque, Iowa. I'm originally from Danville, Illinois, which is about three hours south of Chicago. I moved here about five years ago and set up a life. Perfect. Perfect. Have you seen any aliens out there? No, but I've seen a bunch of angry, angry (laughs) farmers. Fucking everywhere. You saw the congressional hearing though, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I was talking to I was going to say, I think I was talking to Sam about it whenever it was going on. It was, it was nuts. It was, it was, but you know, I like how everybody's just kind of like sitting back, like, yeah, cool. There's aliens. Uh, yeah. We're fun. Yeah, and no, nobody's like, really we... freaking out. Nobody's like, do we have to be at work on Monday? Is she it She like... texts me. I get this text from Tracy right afterwards. And she's like, it's like a TikTok clip. And she's like, they're admitting that there's fucking aliens. And I said, I don't know why. <laughs> And she's like, Sam, I'm being serious. Like, I'm being serious. Like, you're not telling me anything I don't know. Her husband is like the biggest conspiracy theorist of all time. Literally. So, so that's anything awesome. that's like, yeah, it's funny. It's yeah. Funny. Whenever I, I think whenever they sat down and like said like, hey guys, there's something spooky out there, and everybody was just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we've like known, but like we've just been waiting on you guys to catch up. And, you know, it's 2023. I think 1970s was couple years back there right <laughs> it was not that was the year i was it was not <laughs> no 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 was, you will be 35 yesterday. until the day i die i just want to let you know well, that, Tracy. tracy's birthday is sunday and she's is. gonna be 976 years old so yeah fucking in what zeno from- world are you living in ladies <laughs> she did she was never strong in math 976. <laughs> Numbers are fucking hard. I tell you what. She's older than dirt. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. That's so funny. So, and then tomorrow, Tyler, you know, Samantha's ridiculous obsession, fear, whatever of, of animals, right? Farm animals. Ugh, that I love absolutely. So much. Absolutely. That, tomorrow I'm going to pick up our pigs. Now these aren't the aggressive ones. These are different ones, right? No, they're just itty bitty, tiny little baby ones. Oh, Sam, you have the perfect opportunity to bond with them and become like 
friends and you might not have to worry about them murdering you in your sleep. Right. That's what I thought about the ghost. If you come and play with them a lot tomorrow, then it'll... Samantha has so much anxiety about this. And Tyler, I'll send you pictures. They're black and white. They're so stinking cute. They're bright already. noses. Oh, they're I'm cute. jealous you get to work with, with farm animals. I think that's really cool of you. I think that's that's like whenever you guys were talking about the farm and, and all the animals and all the stories, I'm... Even even though it, shearing sheep isn't your shit, I think that that would be dope. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Okay, so I did I did a poll on my private IG on what we wanted to do or what people wanted to hear out of this specific episode with specifically you, Tyler, and us. And this is what people said. So first of all, I'm bringing the case, one of the cases that were talked that that they wanted to hear. So I'm bringing that case. So you went on that one. And then the second one, the second thing that most people said is that they wanted more personal information. So they win. So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to rapid fire 10 questions to you two. And you guys have to answer like the first thing that comes to your mind. Don't Whoa. think just answer. I don't oh, okay? I got this. Let's go. Yeah, you- <laughs> Okay. He's like competitive. And I don't, he's like, I got this. I'm going to win. And I don't have to answer because I'm reading the questions. Oh, must be nice. <laughs> okay. So, so who's going first? So Tyler will go first and oh, then okay. you. That makes me less Okay. Anxious. I got this. Okay. Ready? Number one. Question number one. Name a celebrity that you had a crush on when you were younger. Uh, Selma Hayek. Ooh, good one. I know. Kenny Chesney. Or Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> oh, Jennifer Aniston. She'll never age, man. Oh, she's she, like 60 age. and she's like 60 and still looks 23. It's ridiculous. She does. She's hot. She is hot. Number two, what is your strangest fear? Uh open unused spaces. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's really weird. If I go into like a movie theater, like an IMAX with like a huge ceiling, and I look up, I f- I have like a sensation that I'm falling, even though I'm sitting in a chair. Oh, that's interesting. Let's talk about that privately. It's really fucking weird, weird, man. Movie theaters are like, I love going to movies. I used to work in a movie theater. It was my first job. Never had a single problem. Best job ever. I'm telling you, being 16 and working at a movie theater, oh, so many dates. Best job ever. uh, (laughs) That was my first job too. I loved it. I loved it. What did you do there? Uh, Everything, concessions, and it was just our small, small little... Tracy loved it because I'd always bring home like an ice bag full of popcorn at the end of every. Oh, oh man, I did love it. Trash bags, of popcorn that we just throw away. It's like, hey, yep. just bring this home. Yep, and she did. Okay, Samantha, what's your strangest fear? I'm afraid of everything. You are probably <laughs> everything. Chickens. Those aren't strange. Those are rational, normal fears. Rational. Hmm. I know. I'm right there with you. Rational. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but what's your strangest one? I don't know. I'm afraid of literally everything. Okay. Okay. Tyler, do you have a nickname? And if so, what is it? Yes, I do. And it's Soup. And I've had it since I was like a freshman in high school. So since I was like 13 and I'm 30 years old now and it hasn't gone away. My last name is Campbell. So it kind of just fits. (laughs) Oh, nice. All right. Sammy or Sam I am. Yep. Yep. Okay. Number four, if you could drink only one alcoholic drink for the rest of your life, what would it be? Long Island iced teas. Really? Mm-hmm. I love them, dude. Three of them, and I'm, like, crawling out the bar. Either that or sour <laughs> yeah, beer. I, I bet you are. Um, love them. 
I like a good hurricane. Ooh, a hurricane's okay. good. Yeah. Okay. Favorite movie. Oh shit. Um who? Uh Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Ooh, I've never even heard of Me that. Either. Jim Carrey. It's it's a serious movie and it will bring so many tears to your face. Oh wow, I'm gonna watch it. Okay. You're gonna watch a movie? I'm gonna watch a movie. Wow. Yeah. It'll legitimately make you cry, so make sure Sam's there or one of your kids and just have them hold you and tell you everything's gonna be okay. Oh, that's a great idea. It's mm-hmm. a good force, like make like that is a little little one so they have to cuddle you. Ooh, yeah, I'm gonna have Tristy do that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> okay, what's yours? Scream. Scream. Okay. Right. I don't get it. I don't get it, Sam. Like I, I love you to death, but I don't get it. I don't get the it's hype behind Scream. It's just so bad Scream. that it's so good. It's so bad that it's so good. Oh, God. <laughs> Scream, okay. uh, Final Destination. Nope, I'm out. Oh, nope, can't do it. Okay, number six, Tyler. You wake up in the middle of the night and you're really, really hungry. What do you eat? Spaghetti. <laughs> Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Spaghetti O's, or you just whip up some spaghetti? Dude, if I have spaghetti in the fridge, it's happening. It's going down. It's going to get ugly. I'm going to need at least a couple napkins. That's hysterical. (laughs) That is good. Uh, Ice cream. Ice cream. What kind of ice cream? Solid choice. Any ice cream, you don't discriminate? No, I don't discriminate against (laughs) ice cream. Okay. Okay. What did you want to be when you grew up, when you were a child? (sighs) Do you want the real answer? Yeah. Okay, so when I was, uh, when I was, I want to say like seven or eight, I used to go to church like every Wednesday and every Sunday. I told the pastor I wanted to be Jesus. Oh! He told me he he thinks the job has been filled, so <laughs> still waiting on them to check my resume. It's not looking so hot though. I love it. I feel like I change mine all the time. I wanted to be a cosmetologist. I wanted to be a professional ballerina. I don't know, girl things. I probably wanted to be a princess at some point. You were a princess. Yeah. I mean, Solid I'm answer. Still... Yep. Okay. What's your zodiac sign? Taurus. Taurus. Pisces. Pisces. Makes more sense now, doesn't it? Okay. This is a very serious question, Tyler. And think about it. Don't just answer. Think about this one. I thought you said told us not to think. Do you consider a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> uh, yeah, for the most part, yeah. It's a piece of meat between two pieces of bread, right? Say less. It's a sandwich. Right. No, a hot dog is in a completely different category. A hot dog is not How a How can you say that? How can you say a that? hot dog wait, wait, is wait. a completely different stand. Like, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Do, we, uh, do you consider Italian beef? A sandwich or a hot dog? Mm, it's in the same bun. They are Ita- Italian beef. Yeah, in the same type of bun. It's in a closed-off bun. So is that a sandwich or is yep. that a hot dog? It's a sandwich. The sandwich, exactly. So a hot dog is a sandwich. Fucking She's googling it. She's googling it right now. Is a hot dog in a bun a sandwich? It's okay. There have been plenty of nights where I've been, you know, staying up trying to think if uh, uh, cereal is a soup. And I think Google answered that, but I still don't believe it. Pretty I, sure it's a soup. <laughs> I love it. Okay. And because I always forget this one, this one, we're, we're horrible about doing this. But Tyler, tell everyone where they can find your podcast and your information Ooh. about you. 
So you guys can pretty much find my podcast wherever you guys get your own podcast, wherever you're listening to this. We probably have it up there. Uh, our main hubs are Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Uh, but we are on other pod or platforms. We just uh, uploaded a YouTube. So we've got videos on there. I think we've got all of our episodes. We just did an episode with Bo Billingsley from Cowboy Bebop, which is an anime. So for your anime listeners, definitely check that out at Meta Misfortune. Uh, our Instagram is also at Meta Misfortune, and our Facebook is The Meta Misfortune. If you want to send me an email, my email is metamisfortune at gmail.com. And back to you, Tracy. <laughs> I love it. And their podcast is fire. Seriously, check them out. If you have, She loves it when I say that word. You're too old to say fire. If you have I, not I, checked I wanted them to tell, out. Oh, go ahead. My bad. If you have not checked out their podcast, please do. Like, I'm absolutely obsessed with their podcast. It's great. It is. We and just, it'll just uh, take one. It'll just take listening to one and you'll be hooked. So uh, I'm going to teach uh, Tracy by the end of this episode uh, the word base. And we're going to use base from now on because you, you've upgraded from fire to base. Base? Get there. Base. It is, it is going to catch on. B-A-S-E. B-A-S-E. Yep. Based. Based. That's very, that's oh. very base of you. We got this. Lingo. I'm good. I'm good. I'm on board. I'm there. Oh my god. Uh, and then second, our show, uh, for those who are wondering, we cover true crime, we cover news stories, and we cover deep dives into anime. You're probably like, well, that's a weird mix, but it's a rotating show. So if you're into the true crime, there are true crime episodes. If you're into news comedy stories where we're talking to each other, doing interviews, we have those. And then for those nerdy, geeky people like me, we have plenty of that. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. All right, Sam, give us, give them ours. Well, wherever you're listening to us, it's probably either Spotify or Apple, because that's all we are, where we're at. <laughs> um, we're the Suspended Sentence podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And our Patreon just went live. We did make the deadline. I said it'd be up by Tuesday. You made Way it. Way to go. Way to go. Tuesday. Yeah. Um, you just go on Patreon and it's a suspended sentence podcast. And our email is the suspended sentence podcast at gmail.com. It's the world's longest email address. Uh, I don't know, but perfect. Okay. We didn't forget. Look at us. All right. Knock perfect. it out right at the beginning. That's awesome. Right at the beginning. Then we don't forget. Then we don't forget. Exactly. All right. You guys ready for this case? Let's roll. Let's All right. It. I'm Tracy. I'm Samantha. And I'm Tyler. And this is the suspended sentence with the men of misfortune. We gotta have some like man there. of misfortune today. But. Man of misfortune today, right? But you you wouldn't want are... the other like six hooligans on this. This would be an absolute nightmare. It would <laughs> perfect. All right, so we are going to Groveland Township, Michigan. Oh. Megan is an 18 year old girl. It is Friday morning, October 1st, 2021. Megan had just turned 18 years old two days before. And she was having a big birthday party that she was throwing for herself that evening. At 10 a.m., Megan sends a text to one of her friends. And the text is a picture of herself and she's crying. Her friend responds like any friend would. Oh, my God, what's the matter? What's wrong with you? Why are you upset? And she responds. Megan sends a text back that says, my dad is drunk. I just threw stuff at him. So the friend thinks they just got into a fight, whatever, like they had done a million times before. And that was that they carry on their business and their conversation moving forward. 
Several hours later, Megan asks her friend to go to her dad's house because she thought that he was asleep, he wasn't responding to her, and she needed his credit card number. She was going to get her hair done. She needed a credit card number. He was supposed to be there. He passed out. She asks her friend, can you go get the credit card or the credit card number and bring it to me? I've got to pay for this stuff. Megan's friend gets to the house, and what she finds is Megan's dad, 64-year-old Conrad, with burns all over his body, apparently dead. She immediately calls 911. The ambulance comes, they take him to the hospital. Megan, but would call her friend two more times in the next two hours, asking her again for that credit card information. The friend says, dude, your dad is in the hospital. I don't know what his fucking credit card number is. He's in the hospital, shouldn't you be here? And when her friend says that to her, Megan just hangs up the phone, annoyed. She doesn't come to the hospital. She doesn't call to check. She doesn't check in with her brother. She doesn't check in with her mom. She doesn't anything. She just straight goes about her business. So now everybody is like, oh my God, is she okay? Is she having a nervous breakdown? Is she driving off into the, uh, what, what is happening? Everybody's looking for her. Police are looking for her. They don't find her until after midnight at her 18th birthday party at the hotel. What? So she thought yeah, so she's like well aware that like she's very well, yeah, very aware that her father is in the hospital. And up to everybody's knowledge, she has no idea what happened to him. He's covered in burns. They think that he's dying, and she's just not responding. Nobody can find her. <clears throat> well, the first she, red flag is that she just does not care. It is just all about this credit card. She she does not give a shit about her father. I mean, I. Yeah. Terrible child, right. terrible child. Right. So Conrad, the dad, is taken to the hospital. He suffers major burns to his head, torso, and all across his body. It was determined that lye was used to cause the burns. Do you guys know what lye is? Yeah, it's a chemical that, that uh, <laughs> dissolves the skin. Flesh. Yeah, it's basically sodium hydroxide right mm -hmm. it's an yep. inorganic compound that is highly corrosive and causes serious chemical burns in its liquid form it exceeds 200 degrees fahrenheit god Damn. it's it's the main chemical that's used in like drain cleaners like drano oh like the when like the bag like dranos you know that they say not even to go over because the fumes of it will burn your nose and can do inter internal damage to you yeah. you know like that that's that's the shit so so as soon as they they realize what's happening here right and then megan's megan's friend whose name was erica is telling the police dude this is the text that she said that said she threw stuff at him that they got into this argument whatever he was drunk and she threw something at him so all of a sudden she becomes number one suspect oh so they're like she he got drunk they got in a fight she just grabbed some lie like who just has like what like drano is that what it was or? yeah okay well but yeah you also have to you also have to assume that the reason why the, the cops are looking at her because she is so far the only person that's gotten into contact with the dad that day i mean could be anybody right, right now they're they're pointing the right fingers at the right place especially right. with the daughter not giving a single shit that her dad is in the the burn ward you know suffering from major burns right so they find they find her they interview her <clears throat> she finally says 
yeah, he was supposed to take me to my hair appointment. <clears throat> I wanted to get my hair done. I have this party. I was supposed to get my hair styled for this party tonight. He was supposed to take me. I come home. He's passed out on the couch at 930 in the morning. He's too drunk to take me to my hair appointment. He doesn't get, he isn't giving me his credit card information. So I got pissed and I just threw something at him. But the lie that was at her house was powder form and you mm. had to mix it. They didn't have it like straight mixed. Oh. So you have to take the powder form and you have to physically mix it with water or something else to make it into a liquid form. And he's asleep on the couch when she does this. Oh, oh, fuck. So they weren't, they weren't even like in a heated argument or anything. He's passed out. He's just like <laughs> minding his own fucking business. He's like day off, just having a freaking beer. He's like, I'm just day drinking. Like, Don't mind me. Just, just, just crashing out on my favorite couch, the safest place in the world. In Boom, my house. Up the lie in the face. <laughs> Why would I think that my 18 year old daughter is going to go mix up some fucking lie to throw at me? Yeah. If I would have known her hair was that important, bro, I would have, you know, right. Shit. I mean, talk about a fit. I'd but cut her hair. I <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But during his hospitalization, okay, he endured amputation of both of his legs, multiple infections, a tracheotomy, God. skin grafts, and kidney dialysis. This wasn't oh, just shit. like, this wasn't just know. like you got burned. Like this fucked this dude up. Hmm. Tyler, you look like you're going to puke or cry. <laughs> Are you good? No, Are I'm you just like, this? I'm just thinking about like this, this this daughter i just like i've never been so angry that i wanted to, to, to physically alter somebody's fucking whole appearance i mean <laughs> jesus christ I've, I've been angry and mad about things and i've, I've thrown my temp uh, tempers and but like i have never ever in my entire life have ever been pushed to the point where it's like you know what fuck this person and their entire face let's just go you right know? let's just pour, right. pour some shit that's gonna change everything and it, where did she get the idea where did she get the idea I know where I, that's a great, I know. So he lived on life support for five months and finally he succumbed to his injuries and he died in March of 2022. Ah. During the investigation, Megan told police that she and her father had had that argument, right? But she says he was drunk all the time and being drunk that day and passing out on the couch, just got her mad and he ruined her whole day. So that's why she did it. She was originally charged with felony assault with intent to do bodily harm, less than murder. And then in June, she was found guilty of unlawful possession or use of a harmful device or irritant that causes death as well as domestic violence. This is, this will be known in the press as the trial of the sleeping father's death. So she stands oh, trial man. and she's ultimately found guilty, but during Megan's stay in jail, she met another inmate who Megan will define as her best friend. This lady even helped her write her last plea for mercy that she would read to the judge prior to her sentencing. Megan says, and these are, hip, these are her words, quote, writing this took months. I have a best friend that's here in jail, that's here in jail with me, and she's with me through this whole thing. And she's helped me. She's told me how, taught me how to speak with my heart. She's helped me write things that I don't know how to put into words, unquote. Very sweet of her. It's so sweet. I'm so glad that she found love in jail. 
It's like she found <laughs> Jesus. It's awesome. I'm so proud of her. She's figuring she it did. out. It just it just she took Mamie and her out. father to figure it out. Right. Her speech focused on the deep bond that she had with her father and her insistence that she was devastated by his loss. Megan says in her plea, quote, 19 years ago, I was placed in the arms of the first man who will ever love me. The man that I am lucky enough to call my dad. Growing up, he became so much more. He was a storyteller, a tooth fairy, a friend, my hero. And through all of it, one of the biggest things overlooked in this case is that me and my siblings, we lost a dad too. That loss has severely broken us, unquote. She begged the judge for mercy, saying that she wanted to study marine biology and work with children who are battling depression. I have a question for you guys. Uh, how do you feel about uh, people that are up on trial that they give these kind of speeches? Do you feel like it's them trying to play the sympathy card or do you feel like, you know, they're, they're basically preying on your, your sympathy to, to be let loose, right? To have a lighter sentence than what they're facing pretty much. I mean, do you feel like inmates deserve that type of, I guess closure to their case. I mean, they, they always have the final words when it comes to the sentencing or so, to right before the sentencing. That's a great question. That's a really, really great question. Um, let me tell you who this lady was that helped her write the letter. And then we're going to talk about that. Cause I was hoping okay. that you would, that you would ask that question. Cause that's, that's good. See his intuition. Like he's, he's just on it. He's on it. He knows something's going on. She insists, though, through the whole case that she did not do this, that it was actually her brother Austin that did it. Even though she pretty much admits it in the text that she sends to Erica, right? Right. So on July 25th, literally three days ago, she was sentenced to time served. The fuck are you talking about? And given one year of supervised probation. For killing her father. That's the what she got a year for, she, for, for killing her father. Correct. Of supervised probation. This is what the judge says, quote, the court does not believe that a child of your age knew or understood the consequences of throwing the item at your father or the damage that it would cause him. I expect you to do good things. Carry on your father's name, end quote. Okay, but we've covered, because I've done this, when we've searched for a child case where they get a quote unquote suspended sentence and how many cases did I have to go through before I found that that are much younger than 18 years old? Correct. But she didn't know she, what she was doing. She should have been tried as an adult and she should have had the book thrown at her. If she was a hundred percent guilty of this and she has texts that admit to this crime book, just throw it at her. Absolutely. Just, just, I don't, I don't understand it. But this is what like I talk about a lot in a lot of our previous cases is it really is up to the judge, right? Like mm -hmm. the law is it gives judges, I think, too much latitude, way too much, because there are people that do far less crimes than this that get way more time than she does. And at 18 years old, like Tyler just said, like she's an adult in the state of Wyoming. If you get caught with smoking weed, you're going to do more time than this. Absolutely. I was literally just about to bring that up because there are people in prison currently that are up to like 40 years in prison for having an ounce of weed on them. And you have this woman who just, uh, yeah, I can call her a woman because she's 18. Yeah. 
right. in the eyes of the government, she's an adult and you have her murdering her father. Yes, he didn't die straight away, but because of this, like he obviously yep. fucking died because of her hands. Like, absolutely. This well, is sickening. Absolutely. She gets to throw a fit over her freaking hair not getting done and somebody dies and she gets time served in a year of supervised probation. A year. That's insane. Okay, That's so insane. who is this mystery lady? You guys want to know? Yeah. Absolutely. None other than Jennifer Crumbly. You guys are both indexing. She is the mother that's charged with involuntary manslaughter in connection with the four students that her son, Ethan Crumbly, killed in Oxford. One more time? <laughs> do, you want to, do you want to say that one more time? <laughs> she is the mother. <laughs> she's the mother of Ethan Crumbly. Ethan Crumbly is the mass school shooter from Oxford. Holy. And her and her husband have both been charged with involuntary manslaughter in connection to it. Why? Because she and her husband, I love Tyler's face right now. Yes. <laughs> she and her husband, James, not only bought their son, the gun. Holy shit. In the <laughs> no, no, really? Not Mom only dad bought got pinned for buying a gun. Oh my God. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but ignored signs and concerns made to them about their son. There's one incident, what? just one of many, <laughs> that just days before the shooting, Ethan was researching at school ammunition and the school immediately takes him to the principal's office, to the disciplinary's office. They contact mom, they contact dad, they get law enforcement involved. And mom, Jennifer, sends a text to Ethan, this is two days before the shooting, right? That says mm -hmm. this, quote, I'm not mad at you, babe. You have to learn how not to get caught. The fuck? How That's dare cool. you get caught under my roof? How okay. fucking dare you? So this is this is the chick that is best friends, that's best friends with Megan in a jail cell, helping her write up the last plea to the judge to save her life at sentencing. So to answer your question, yeah, this is freaking manipulation at its best. This is absolutely I, saying whatever you think that the judge wants to hear to play to her emotions. Yeah, that's that's how I feel whenever it comes to um, somebody. Like, I, I, I feel like they deserve, like, one shot at, like, you know, expressing their remorse to the family. A lot of people sure. that go to trial don't express that. I mean obviously they're pandering they're pandering to the jury like hey you know i'm i'm so sorry that i that i shot and killed your entire family and you're the only survivor and now not only do you have survivor's guilt but you also have a lifetime of trauma that you're never going to get over but i feel like you should slap me on the wrist and send me home because i'm kind of a good person and then, no you're not <laughs> no you're fucking not seriously and the gig is right is of course everybody is sorry for the shit that they do i was gonna say they're sorry until you get fucking slapped with the consequences of your actions and you realize that you're a real adult and you actually have to deal with this shit right and impulsivity like this like you're gonna mix lie and throw it on a man who's fucking sleeping and then go, oh, sorry, I miss him so much. I had such a great bond with him. I love him. He's my daddy. I'm so, you know, this is a great loss. You know, 
No, you're no. It she turned work her father. Like that. In, yeah, no, she turned her father into basically Freddy Cougar and and like just ruined her entire family's lives. I mean, they. I mean, yeah, Dad was not the best person supposedly from from Megan's words, but at the same time, you don't fucking know. I mean, he could have been the best dad. He got drunk here and then, and then. Right. It, right. It, one argument. What one argument led to? Because she sounds spoiled. If the if I'm being honest, yeah. it sounds like a spoiled child that uh, couldn't couldn't handle the word no and when it was passed to her she lost her ever living shit so i don't know right she's 18 and she needs her daddy to drive her to the hair salon i mean really yeah yeah absolutely i mean i understand people that are in like you know less fortunate positions that that have to deal with this kind of stuff that 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 rely on public transportation to get from point a to point b but i i with this kind of fit it doesn't really match up with it just being a one-time occurrence this sounds like she couldn't handle no and this is the result of it because it's now boiled over because she doesn't know how to control her or her emotions and her actions at the age of 18 which is absolutely dreadful sad but like sorry the book right throw it well and also that she had the the i don't want to say balls but like comfort level to say to her friend hey run by my dad's run by my house real quick and grab my dad's credit card and the friend just did it right she's probably done it before because i know like if i said that to one of my friends hey run to so-and-so's house and pick up their credit card if somebody said that to me i'd be like yeah get fucked get boxed get (laughs) boxed yeah, I'm not doing that. Go get your own shit, right? No, 100%. even my best friend of like 16, 17 years right now. I, I, I love his mom. She's literally my second mom. But you, there's no way in fucking hell am I gonna reach into this woman's purse and pull Absolutely out anything? No, get fucked. Into your purse and take their card. Let alone go to a friend's house and no, mm-hmm. no. But she did it. She did it just like. Which she was asking to go pick up a pair of shoes or something, which means just like you said, Tyler, I mean, she's done it before. Well, and not to keep like bringing this up though, but like we've covered other child murderers. Look at like the, um, McLean case. Yeah. We, that was one where we kind of had an uncontroversial like opinion because of like the abuse and the things that had happened. And he was so young. Yeah. Where you still, yes, you should have a punishment. This girl, you're just full of shit. She, <laughs> she knew she knew how to mix lie. Like, let's just boil this down for a second. Yeah. She knew how to mix lie. She knew exactly what she was doing. This is this is premeditative. So uh, absolutely. So I, I honestly feel no sympathy for her. I think this she she's a whoo, not my well, kid. Yeah, I would I mean, be whooping does- ass. She doesn't need any sympathy, babe, because she's out. She's at home right now just kicking it. She was released three days ago. And clearly it was super premeditated. She had to go get the lie, mix the lie, walk back in and pour it on her father. Yeah. Yeah. That's not just a fit of rage. That's not just. Well, no, I mean, it couldn't have been. It couldn't have been. He was asleep. Like there wasn't right. a damn fight. Like he no. wasn't doing anything. The fight had been had. It had been done. 
it was there and uh the fact that she continued with this is it it shows that how sick she is and the fact that the judge looked past that and was just like you know you're a pretty young face and uh i don't really want to ruin your life so here's here's a year that you've already served don't do it right. again it's like i'm out of don't dad you- so it's kind of hard you yeah know? <laughs> uh, that's awful that's awful but you know it was honestly like when i read the judges last what she said about Mm -hmm. go live your life i expect great things of you go you know make something let your father's name live on it was like dude did you just say that did you were we sitting in the same trial did you seriously just say that that to me was just like it was and she wants to work with kids with depression yeah you know what you need to do you need to go okay look kids come on come on come on in come on in you know what you need to do you need to go into your your father's cabinet and there's going to be a a, what's called a gun now how to (laughs) take the safety off it's it's a little button and then pow 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 this is (laughs) this is ridiculous man if i knew my kid was going to like a, a a summer camp with this woman absolutely fucking not absolutely not we see a trend over the next 15 years of like mass father murders and it's all like oh she was their camp counselor that's crazy patting herself on the back being like i did a good job she's like i'm doing god's work over here guys (laughs) god's work seriously though but like how did this happen i mean really like the judicial system i mean tyler you and i both are obsessed with with prisons and prison reform and prison everything and when you look at a case like this it's like how how did this happen? The The investigation was solid. There was no errors. There were no deals that were made. The jury was solid. The jury did their job. The jury convicted her and found her guilty. And then the judge gets to say, okay, oh, well. time served. I see potential in you. Like as a tax paying American citizen, does that not honestly piss you off? It pisses me off because I know that there's somebody dangerous on the streets. I don't care what my, honestly, what my tax money goes to. I know that that upsets a lot of people uh, if it's going for the right cause. Uh, oh, 99% of the time, it's not. These people, you will go to the prison and you'll see people, like like I said before, in there for weed for 40 plus years, their entire lives spent in prison over just a small amount right. of weed. And then you have people that are getting off with time served and and called you know a a good day and it's all it's this pretty face i don't know what she's what if she had connections i don't know if the the judge knew her outside of there i don't i honestly cannot say uh but i feel like the judge just absolutely abused his power saw a pretty face banged his gavel and said have a nice life and that it's it's sickening it's sickening it's sickening to to know that this is the, the way the system works, that this yeah. is 100% always how the system will always work. It doesn't matter if that jury found her guilty without a doubt, and they threw um, 14 years at her. That judge is going to look at that, read that, and go, well, you know, she's young. She'll figure it out. Bang. It, it's it's awful. It's absolutely awful. Absolutely. So the judge was a female really really and that surprised me because usually women can see through bullshit 
right where men i think can be a little bit more easily manipulated than women can so that was very very surprising to me that that the judge was a female but also i wonder what michigan doesn't doesn't michigan have like more prisons like they house they have more federal prisons and than anywhere else in the country if i'm remembering correctly i wonder how prison overcrowding and uh, that situation plays into that because i mean and i and i know this and i say this a lot and i know that it happens in wyoming i don't know about other places but you follow money right so i wonder if they get i just wonder how that all works and if politics really plays into that i believe politics plays into it because i think that there's i think if i'm remembering this correctly there's one area in michigan where there's like 13 different prison pods i if i'm remembering correctly I think Tyler's looking it up for me. I am right now. Uh, yeah, it says uh, the supermax prison term for maximum security describes most secure prisons as a prison unit houses the most dangerous criminals. There are only one federal maximum security prison in the U.S., the United States Penitentiary Administration Maximum Facility located in Florence, Colorado. Now we're looking for the state and that's I'm coming up blank on that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I think I think that that's what I think that 100% though, that politics play into it. And it's like you said, you follow the money follow, you know, where funding is going and where's what programs and what things are getting the most funding when you take into politics of that. And I don't know. Is I know it an election year. I don't know. I don't I'm really bad about voting. Don't work. next year. Next year. Next year. Next year. There you go. Next year. So, uh, so the state with the most federal prisons is Texas. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Not, not yeah. really. Not. Uh, <laughs> not really. It's more of like the border situation with with everything that's going on. It's uh, that's another story for another day. But it's. I don't know if this is political. I don't know if this is political. I don't know if it was just a judge that saw a young girl and felt sorry for her for that split second. And that was enough for that judge to be like, she did enough. I mean, we have cases like Casey Anthony. Yeah. That, I mean, she served her time during the, the whole trial. And then she was let out almost immediately after everything. And she murdered her fucking kid. It doesn't matter if she was proven innocent or guilty that day. We all know. There was residue in the back of the car. There were so many signs from yeah. the Google research or searches. And it, it's just, it's, it's, I don't get it. I don't get yeah. how, how we got this way with our judicial system. I, I don't know how it's, it's become so corrupt and so fucked at the same time. I know there's 31 prisons in Michigan. 31. That is, that is insane. <laughs> 31 prisons so oh, prisons and jails are different yes yeah so prisons where people are there long term so i don't that's a lot of prisons it's a <laughs> lot of fucking prisons yeah i was like what's the population of michigan um like wyoming we have one we have one prison yeah so for so i don't know anyway but that was my story that was the story that we were requested to cover so there it There's is 10 million people in michigan yeah 10 million and there's 31 prisons i that's a little fucked yeah a little fucked welcome to the glove state welcome to prison welcome to prison (laughs) right over the top judges are 
judges are appointed by the governor and then they have to maintain it by election every four years, six years, district court judges. So you're appointed and then you, and then you're elected. And then that. you are, it's voted yes or no that you retain your position. So honestly, the only way to um, make changes like this is to run for local offices. Local offices are what change the game for whenever uh, elections come. So stuff like yep. this can stop. And that is the most important thing that we can take away from this. If you don't want stuff like this to happen, pay attention to what's going on around you because crimes like this get away way too much. And yep. we are faced with the consequences of now having someone that poured basically acid on their, on their family member and they're walking away. So yep. that's, that's the one thing we can really honestly take away from this. Absolutely. And, and to Megan, if you see this and you listen to this and we've done something, said something that's inaccurate and you want to get on here, send us a Go message. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> take your email i want you to type out megan if you're listening to this i want you to type out your email i want you to type out the whole thing i want you to read it to yourself i want you to proofread it send it to somebody else have them send it back to you with corrections so you can make those corrections and then i want you to print that out and then i want you to burn it because we don't give a fuck man has spoken mic drop <laughs> there it is you heard it here you heard it here first guys take that and send it to your grave Tyler, thank you Megan. so much for being with us today we love you so much you're the best Tracy, sam you guys have been fantastic thank you so much for having me on the show you guys have been awesome to talk to you have been awesome to have you know me on this show it's been it's been great talking to you guys honestly uh tracy and i will be doing a patreon episode for you guys at some point in time where we're going to be talking about the judicial system and how prison reform needs to change absolutely so stay for uh, stay, uh, stay tuned for that absolutely <laughs> thank you tracy for bringing us this episode <laughs> you absolutely betcha. you fucking do work man i love the way you guys tell these stories they get me so immersed into the story especially the way you guys break it down i absolutely love it we love a good tracy episode <laughs> perfect you never know you're gonna you never know what's gonna come know. out of her mouth you never know <laughs> perfect you guys stay safe thanks guys see ya